the opening of our gospel text sets the tone for what was to happen to Peter. But it also sets the tone for what can happen to you, to me, to every human being, if we are willing. We are told that the crowd was pressing in on Jesus and listening to what? The word of God. Just out of curiosity, how many heard the gospel proclaimed? Just, just checking. What they did not know, standing on that lake shore, but what the gospel presumes that you and I know, wherever we are, is that Jesus is the word of God become flesh. That whatever word Jesus spoke while in the flesh and speaks now through his living gospel in the midst of the church he personally established, that word has all the power and authority of his father's word without any diminishment over the course of time. The question is, will we listen. The Lord selected Peter's boat to teach from and commanded that Peter set out just a bit away from the shore. The structure of the Greek grammar suggests it's just Peter and Jesus in the boat. Peter did as he was asked. After teaching, Jesus gave a second command, but this time the Greek grammar suggests that it was Jesus, Peter, and Peter's partners in the boat. And Jesus told them, put the ship out into deep water and drop the nets for a catch. These were most likely what are called trammel nets, as techniques still used on the Sea of Galilee. It's a system of using three nets in a long line with the crew members splashing the water to force frightened fish to move in the direction of the nets. They would easily pass through the first net, but they would be hopelessly ensnared in the fine mesh net and then contained in that third outer net. This process required a great deal of work from everyone and Peter was clearly not interested in doing it. He was the spokesman of his boat crew, which was good grounds and training to become spokesman of the church. And he spoke up to Jesus and said, Master, we've been at it all night long. Haven't caught a thing. Which is also telling Jesus, my crew and I will have no money. We won't make our bills. We cannot support our families. All Peter probably wanted to do at that point was to bring the nets ashore, wash them, hang them up to dry, fold them up, and go home to his wife and children and get some sleep. But what made Peter change his mind? Perhaps he felt obligated to Jesus. After all, Jesus had cured Peter's mother-in-law from a fever while a guest in their house. Perhaps Peter was putting together all the rumors that he had been hearing about this Jesus. Perhaps while tending to the nets 
He was listening to what Jesus was teaching and was impressed. Perhaps Peter heard a message of hope in Jesus' words. Peter and his companions were peasant fishermen. This was not a free market economy that rewarded entrepreneurial risk takers, but rather it was an embedded economy where everything from acquiring the necessary materials to go fishing, processing the fish, distributing the fish, setting the price for the fish, were all controlled by political and elite family interests. Most fishermen, then, lived at a subsistence level, which meant that hope was a very rare commodity in their lives. Whatever the motivation, Peter made the critical choice to listen to Jesus and obey, however reluctantly. Each of us came into our church this morning with concerns about our lives, the lives of our loved ones, perhaps worried about our jobs, maybe worried about our health or the health of a loved one. We each have our set of problems, our worries and anxieties. And perhaps we entered today tired, maybe even exhausted, as we struggle to keep our heads above water as this world increasingly clamors for our undivided attention, insisting as it does on the right to suck the life out of us. Perhaps, like Peter, we too need to be infused with hope. Jesus asked Peter, to step outside of his demanding world for just a bit and take his boat to where? Deep waters. The Hebrew sense is into the chaos. And Jesus asks us to step outside just a bit from the demands of our world. The Lord wanted to open up an entirely new world for Peter. He wants to do the same for each of us. Now, it is, of course, a risk to step outside of what we are used to, what we have become comfortable with, what we think is normal, even if it's brutal and oppressive. But Peter and his companions did. They trusted in the Lord's words. And the catch of fish was too great for their boat. And they needed the assistance of their partners in the other boat. And both boats were in danger of sinking. Peter was overwhelmed by the experience. Physically, emotionally, spiritually. He realized he was in the presence of someone, something totally other to himself, 
totally beyond his comprehension. Peter had been grasped by the holy. And all he could say to Jesus was what? Depart from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. But that was growth. Recall that when Peter first addressed Jesus, he called him what? Master. Now he calls him what? Lord. Peter realized that this Jesus, who had been a guest in his house, who cured his mother-in-law, was not like any other man, but sent by God, and whose word accomplishes whatever he sets it out to do. Now, Peter would, of course, have much more to learn about Jesus' true identity, but this was a good start. You know, God always wants to work with us slowly, gradually revealing himself, gradually preparing us for what he wishes to reveal. Peter would learn that the boat he was to work from would not be made of wood, but it would be a living church made from the hearts and the souls of generations of believers sustained by divine love. That the net that he would be using was to be the gospel, the good news, the message of hope, not kept locked in his temple made of stone, but be taken out into the deep waters, into the chaos of human despair and human misery and human loneliness and human isolation and offer all men the saving love of God and safety in his church. Peter embarked on an incredible journey because he listened to the word of Jesus and obeyed. We can do the same. As a church, as the body of Christ, we are entering into great and holy Lent this Wednesday. It is the perfect time, like Peter, however exhausted we may be from the demands of this world, to step out just a bit and listen to the voice of Jesus in the gospel, to step away just a bit from the chaos this world is constantly swirling around us and listen to the Lord speak of hope and his Father's love for us. Peter listened, and it changed his life and the life of his companions. It can change our lives too, if we let it. 